Okay, good evening. So, new, new, new parak, new chapter, um, and that's Chachmas. So the past three classes, we were talking about the highest level of Keser, which is the highest level of the spheres, and, and trying to emulate the Kaddish Baruch to emulate Hashem at the level of Keser, of crown, which is a pristine thought. And we ended last week talking about having this connection and love for everyone at all, at all times, and that's what we're supposed to emulate on Hashem. And now is Chachma. Of course, the next three are Chabad. Chachma, Bina, and, and Das. And Chachma, right, that's people who heard of Chabad, but the, the really Chabad took it from, from the Sefer Tanya, took it from the Sefiris. And the highest level is Chachma. We say that, that the world was created... Uh, with Chachma, the Targum says that Bereish Sparla Kemeshmame Esaret Bechachmasa. With Chachma, the Targum says Hashem created the heavens and uh, the earth. So, so now we learn how we emulate the the, the of Chachma of Hashem. How does a person accustom himself to Mitzvah Chachma? There's still very lofty levels, by the way. Prusa. I'll call him Samael. This upper wisdom is is um, uh, it, it's it's hidden, uh, um, uh, and it's and same. To, uh, well, actually, it, it's spread and it's hidden around all of society, all, all of all of the world. Even though it's so hidden and so and so and so exalted, it's still spread around the whole world. About this, the pasuk says. Marabu, we say this in davening. Marabu, Hashem kulam bechachma asisa. How great are your creations, Hashem? Everything is with chachma. I, I, I you know, once in a while I get an an, an, an urge. And I actually got this urge because uh, I was sitting on a flight next to a Jew, a very nice person, but a total, in his own words, atheist, Russian Jew, very intelligent, and we went out for two hours. Um, to, and I was still in touch. Actually, he read my article on Tu He liked it, etc. Uh, he lives in Florida. So, um, but he was like, he was, he, he believes in something called evolution. I said to him, "Listen, I'm not against evolution, but so many placements for Hashem." So, one of the discussions we were talking about is that, that there's no way there could be, uh, there's no way that the world could have just come into existence by itself. And it was a, a serious discussion about that. But having said that. You know, and I, 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 you know, again, because we're right, I, 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 you know, I, I, whether he, he admits it or not, it's a different story. But I, I, afterwards, I, you know, I went, I, 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 I wanted to read a book just to see if there's anything I'm missing in, in the Nifla Sebrae. So I'm just like reading about the Venus flytrap, like how everything is perfectly aligned for a Venus flytrap, which, which can never evolve because every step, every part of it, like, I was bothering this guy. Tell me how tell me how childbirth evolves. Tell me how you're blind and your eyes can evolve. He had no answers, by the way. Nothing. I mean, like no answers. How you can be blind and then get eyes. Like, but I, I want to get a little bit more sophisticated. I was like looking at some of these things in creation. Like, it's unbelievable. Like a Venus flytrap. That it, how everything in this plant <laughs> to not only catch a fly but to digest the fly to grow from the fly. It, 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 it's not enough zeros in the universe that this can happen by chance. And there's there's other things like the Venus flytrap, fly trap, um, which are uh, which are in existence. There's so much chachma in creation. There's so much wisdom in every part of 
how great, how vast are your works, Hashem. Everything is made with Chachmah. So that's how Hashem deals with the world. And by the way, the Chachmah is not, we're not just on everything created and how the world continues, right? How, it, how everything in the world, uh, the divine providence in the world, you know, when I gave my history series, one of the things I focus is on, 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 on how Hashem is always leading the Jewish people. But not only that, and divine providence in all of our lives and everything that goes on in the world, everything is with Chachmah. So to a man, we should, everything we're dealing with is Chachmah. The Vilna Goyen used to say that the, 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 the purpose is that our brains, of course we have to have every part of it, we have to be a melech, moach, our head, lave, our heart, and then our covet, and then our covet, our, our Covered meaning a little bit referring to the, the part of the feast, the anger part. The, in, if we're a melech, our, our brain r- it, it r- rules us. If you're a, if you're a lemech, which is a fool, it's your heart rules your brain, rules, rules your liver, and the liver can bring anger. And if you're a kalem, which is your covered, it's then your liver is ruling your heart and your brain, and then you're kalem, you're destructive. So the goal is that we should live in a world where our hanhaga, how we deal with people and how every, we deal with everyone in the world, um, is with chachma. We should deal with chachma. But how do you deal with chachma? Um, it should pervade our actions, and we should be ready to help everyone. Right? We know that we're not created just for ourselves. To quote Reb Chaim we're not created merely for ourselves. We are, Hashem puts us in a world where we're there to help other people and to do for others as well. And therefore, we share our chachma. We share our wisdom with all. Right? Whoever you could benefit with your wisdom, you should benefit. Nothing should stop you. Really, the goal is just like Hashem shares His Chachmah and puts it into creation, puts it into the world. So too, if we want to be emulate the divine, we should, if we have wisdom, we should share. There's actually a Madrash that says, not only did Shlomo HaMelech have houses where he taught the Jews, he would even teach the Gentiles of the world. He, any wisdom, we look to share. V'nei al now of course, Torah is, is not, all Torah is not for the whole world, but parts of Torah uh, are panim. Hapan in the divine attribute of chachma of wisdom, there there, there are two like part two aspects. Hapan right? The higher aspect. Now remember keser again. If we have to do it like in a linear, you know, on a vertical keser, which we discussed the past three classes, is the highest level of God's how God interacts with the world keser. Below that, it's Chachma. So part of Chachma looks up at Kesser. It looks up. That's, that's, the, that's the first part of Chachma, of wisdom. And it only looks up. It does not look down. We'll, get, we'll expound and elucidate that in a minute. Rather, it looks to Kesser and it accepts the divine, the, the divine presence, uh, Shefa, like flow from above. It doesn't look down. It looks only up to the, this, this sphere of Chachmah. It accepts upon a Shani, but the second part, it goes down. And it goes below it to, to Bina, which is the next part of, of the Chabad before the other Sirius. 
and it gives off his Chachma. So too, you and I. Everyone, the goal for a, a from Jew, for a growing person, for a growing person, I, the key word here is for a Jew who grows. If, if you're not doing this, it's not even a level, I'm very, very frank of her. Any Jew who doesn't have this is not growing. Their, their, their Yiddishkeit is either becoming stale, chas v'shalom, which is, uh, you know, the, the, the Chazoyan Ish used to say that when your Yiddishkeit becomes stale, it's a level of death. It's a level of spiritual death. When a person's Yiddishkeit becomes stale, so if you're not doing this, either becomes stale or you're going down. What are the two things that we have to do? Hapan Rishon, the first thing is it's by this. The Machshav to Toivos, it's by this. You have to think about Hashem. Which means you have to learn Torah. A Jew that doesn't learn Torah is lacking. A Jew that doesn't learn Torah is not is not thought out in his life. Is not you know when you learn Torah, not only are you getting divine wisdom, you're getting Hashem's wisdom in this world. You're also thinking about the world. It's so easy to get caught up in a rangatan, enmeshed in the world and losing complete and total focus. What the purpose, what our purpose is in this world. So the first thing a person always has to be studying, learning. Ayid always has to learn Torah. Vashini is to learn Adam, that Chachma, which you now learn Torah, now to share that Chachma. Kamosha Chachma, Mishpas, just like the, the, the divine Chachma goes down. Tabina and Das and Chesed and Gvura and Nehi and Netzach Hoi Yisod and Malchus, which we'll get to these lower spheres. The Chachma spreads the wealth. Kafishu Ura Tzarcha. So the person has to be Lumud or Lama. Actually, it's a Mishnah that Moshe was Lumud. Even Moshe Rabbeinu was always learning and then giving over. That we our goal for ourselves is we have to constantly be learning. I remember. I was once walking, and a Gentile lady stopped me, and she had taught she had taught English in the yeshiva in Miami. I was at 18 years old. Um, I was actually doing summer school. I was in college for the summer. I was actually learning most of the day. I took a couple of classes in summer school, and I was just in between yeshiva and the summer. And this lady who was it was in FIU, and this lady stops me. Um, and uh, at the time that summer, for whatever reason, I was doing yeshiva in Miami. Everybody's why. And it's always summer I ever learned there. So I was between yeshivas. And um, she said to me, oh, I used to teach there some English class or whatever for the kids. And she said, what, what, are, you, what are you studying? So I said, I'm learning Talmud. Now, I didn't even think about that. She's like, oh, I love how you're always learning. <laughs> she was like so excited that I used the word learning. We're always learning. It doesn't make a difference what age you are, right? We know that the Talmud calls somebody a Talmud Chacham. Even the great leaders are Talmidei Chachamim. They're students. We always have to be a student. Even Moshe Rabbeinu was Lil Middle Amid. He first was constantly learning and giving over. And, and, I, will, and, I, and, I, and I will say that Rav used to say that even great teachers of Torah have to have a period where they're just focused, not even on teaching, on their own self-development. On their, own, on their own learning. But you also so have to look up, to get, to, to think also about what life is, about what, what, what you're doing, how you're doing it, could you be doing it better, etc. 
And then to share, I, I, I think I once mentioned one of my classes, I, I knew a Jew in Philadelphia when I was there many years ago. He was a Balchuva, a super successful lawyer, and he used to teach Rasha Torah. Uh, and, he, and he said, and this guy, he said, I learn and then I give. Now, he, I always looked at him as an example. You know, he was a brilliant man. He was a brilliant attorney, but he was not, he, he never went to yeshiva. He was not this brilliant person in learning, but he was a very intelligent person. And he, when he understood, he understood. And he felt he himself had grown up with no Torah. He felt whatever he gets, he's going to share. And so this Jew was always Lumud Olamit. He would always learn and then share. And that really is the goal for all of us to learn and then go ahead um, uh, and share. But how do we do it? Kifi Shu'uro Utsarka. You have to, we have to learn and share according to what a person can, 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 can get. Right? So the way, in the, the way the spheres work is that it goes perfectly from Chachma to Bina, from Keser, Chachma, Bina, Das, all the way to, to Malchus, all of them. So too, when we're teaching people, you need to be um, teaching people according to their level. Now, I will tell you, when Zerov, always, my goal was to teach or tell me what to learn, learn where you're holding. No, there has to be a tension, there has to be a point where you're you're pushing yourself, but too much too quickly, you'll lose it, right? If you go into a a younger kid's class and you teach them advanced mathematics, they ain't going to follow it, right? You have to teach the kids the math at the level. Obviously, Torah is the same thing. The Rambam, in Moran of Ucham, the guy to the perplexed in the beginning, he says if you teach a child immaturely, about the heavens, about meaning philosophy, Torah philosophy, Kabbalah, you can actually not just really not understand it, you can damage them. You permanent, you can cause permanent damage to a child. Um, uh, I, I, he actually says there in the Moran of Vucham, just reminding myself, he says in the Moran of Vucham, he said, just like if you would give a baby who's nursing wine, meat, and steak, and say steak, meat, wine, meat, and 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 and, and breads, you can kill them. You literally can kill a kid by giving them a baby, a six-year-old baby, start giving them wine and meat. You can kill the kid, right? So too, you can kill someone spiritually um, or, 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 or another, another, if you give them what they cannot handle uh, at that time. So, you know, uh, uh, you know whether both of ourselves and for others, you have to give, you have to know where people are holding um, so to speak, can you speak about all them? Can you share to give everyone sichlo asheyuchal seis what they can handle and hana what they can benefit from, you know what they can benefit from? I was talking to a, a scholar. Like, you know, it's funny. This week, I, I, I sent this coastal petitioner. I don't know if you signed it. If you didn't, I, I, would, I would encourage you to do it. Um, really, to make sure that the kaisel uh, remains a place of, of Torah of following Hashem's halacha. Uh, Etc. And that groups, which which are, are are tremendously damaging groups like reform and conservative, um, you know, don't affect simple Jews who don't know better. And particularly Israeli Jewry, there's no such thing; it doesn't exist. All of a sudden, have reform services with no standards. Um, so mitzad echad, you know, honestly, I'm saying it's Kirov articles. But it's all you, 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 someone says to me, like, you know, which one is it? It's both. You really need to have you can't have bad and you have to have good right so if you're talking about a, a not from Jew you need to be 
they, sometimes people have to hear what they need to hear. We, you know, we live in a world where we only want to hear certain things. You know, um, I, you know, I, since I think Amachar, at least on the, on, on the media thing right now, you know, whenever I would speak in Shul, uh, you know, and now I'm speaking whenever I'm, I speak here, but I'm always thinking what needs to be heard, not what people want to hear. <laughs> it's not about what we want to hear, because what we want to hear is not necessarily what's good for us. And, and I say likewise, I, when I ask my teachers, my own rebbeim, I, you know, I, you know I, I'm, I'm looking to hear what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Um, and and, and when you, if you're really going to share wisdom, you need to share wisdom what people need to hear. And you know, that means if you're teaching children, um, there are things they're not going to want to hear. And if you're teaching adults, there are things they're not going to want to hear. Uh, but real wisdom is giving what needs to be heard, and at, at a level people can hear it. Um, and don't give too much, as I said. Like, otherwise, you're giving like a baby uh, steak and meat. You can really hurt hurt them. And again, there are bali tshuva who never become bali tshuvas because they jump too far too fast and they just they, they, they trip and fall. That's the famous film Nagoyan. He asks that the Torah says so that somebody comes to purify themselves. God helps them. So how do people fall? So he says because if you jump steps, you'll trip and fall. You get you'll get where you need to get to. You take step by step. And with wisdom, it's the same thing. So Kesser goes on to Chachman and Viter and forward only according to what we handled. So again, we learn. Every one of those stresses again. If you're not growing, if you're not studying Torah, and if you're not involved in Torah study at some level, I spoke to somebody this week. Um, she was on a hot person. I think about it, and he, he, you know, who is not learning. And I and I told him, without you're not you're not growing. You just impo- it's impossible to grow uh, unless you you could or, or in our learning Torah or having time for self development. Uh, with that self development, you have to constantly be giving and sharing to others. One other thing, chachma is. God sees everything that we do, everything we think, actually. Everything, every, every, uh, God, the divine providence of Kaddish Baruch Hashkoch is on everything that every human, every species does in this world can, uh, can't come in. Like at one time, uh, with God, Kaddish Baruch was omnipotent and all powerful. Has all of our what we're thinking right now is we're thinking and everything we're doing. Um, and about this, Ishaya sings, Isaiah says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, you and I, we can think barely about ourselves. Right? But Kaj Barko knows everything about everyone every second. Uksiv also it says in Sefer Shmuel, the Khasha Makshavas Lebulti uh, and it gives you thoughts that, that, so that you're not knocked off. Kashbacher knows all our thoughts. Uksiv also Yirmiyah, one more pasuk. Hashem knows all of our thoughts. Um, Kashbacher is always thinking good and not bad, and, and there's always, there's always uh, hope for the future. Right? That's how Hashem deals with the world with His chachma. As I mentioned, the Chachmah of Hashem is in all of creation, in the, in the spiritual world, 
which we can grasp and glance a little bit up, that's tremendous, more than the Venus flytraps and childbirth and, and eye, etc. You know, Darwin was always intimidated by the eye. He said he doesn't understand how it could evolve. You know, of course you can't say that. Evolve. There's a million other things like that also. But that, you know, the brain is more complex than the eye. Like, the brain is more complex than any machine that we have today. Uh, and that can possibly, quote-unquote, evolve. Again, I don't have a problem per se, about evolution. I don't think it's mostly true. I think adaption is true, uh, scientifically, but evolution may, be, may, may, may or may not. But what, what, what it bothers, and should bother all of us, person replaces that, it's replacement theory for a Baruch It's not shayach. It's, it's not possible. It's not possible. Uh, for many reasons. But, but that, that, that's, that's the Chachma of Hashem in every bit of creation, from COVID-19 and all the variants, uh, to... Uh, to and that that we're that, that we're, that we're, you know that are the our heart beating and how that interacts with our, all of our blood to to a simple you know apple and orange who's also so filled with with, with wisdom uh, not only is the physical in the creation the physical creation but in, the, in, in how Hashem deals with the world right again uh, it was King Louis XIV who asked uh, Pascal which he wrote in Pensies actually wrote in Pensies. To give him a proof of God, and then he said that you, the Jews, your man is just the Jews, um, and the fact of the Klal we are uh, the, the divine province of the Jewish people as individuals and as a, as a nation. Again, is how Kadosh Baruch fears the world. Hashem runs the entire the entire world. If you would look, I mean, if you would be a rational person, and you look at, let's say, the state of Israel, even today, even with the Abraham Accords. With hundreds of millions of Arabs and billion and a half, two oh, by now almost two billion Muslims, and you look at the liberals today, the left wing, the, the you know even though there are still friends of Israel in the Democratic Party, the 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 the, the, the far left is no longer far left. The the woke left is such a sakonic. You just review what they write, what they how they talk, and you think of the Jewish people, we have no hope. Right, like if you're a secular person, there's no hope, and you know, you and I know we have to do our part. We don't want to have damage, but where when there's Jewish people live on hope. We are the essence of hope. Not only do we bring the Sheikh, the world, everything about us, it teaches. You know why there's hope? Because Hashem, Hashem is involved with us, intimately involved with us, and so this divine providence, this wisdom, the Chachma, is also not only in creation, but in how Hashem fears the world, runs the world. So too, so we talk about in the first part of creation, learning and giving over, sharing wisdom with others, and developing self-development. Never forget that we all need our own time to self-develop and to learn. Um, but and also never forget that the purpose is to share. But also this idea of divine providence in the world. So how do we live like that? How do we emulate Hashem like that? Uh, right to keep an eye uh, on, on, on the nation on the Am Hashem look at Klaiso look at the Jewish people how are we going to help them the first thing we should do is help the strayed the strayed to think well, by the way you know even a, a good thought thinking about, think about helping a, your fellow Jew already has a spiritual effect there's already a pot. Not only is it a pot, obviously, if you think pleasant thoughts, it always affects your soul. But, you know, you know again, I don't know, I'm, not, I'm not saying this, but when you think of the Kaisal, I mean, it should bother every Jew because we love all Jews. 
right? That you don't want standards. You don't want a, You don't want a, a, a time of of misyavnim, of Greek Jews, you know, damaging the base of Megiddo once again, <laughs> right by the Kaisal of all paces, right? Damaging the essence, the fabric of Klal Yisrael. A, it comes from love, and you can't. Just like you don't want a child going off the beaten track, you know. Sometimes it can say again, school fifteen hundred kids, right? So you see everything. Um, you have parents who defend their kids, and they're hurting their kids. They're hurting their children permanently sometimes, and because they they're thinking what they want, not what the kid needs. Okay, and, you know. And the reality is, is you know, part of thinking for the benefit is how you're actually going to benefit. Right, what's actually the gedolim, the great Torah, Talmud Chachamim? They're thinking what the Jewish people, and their thoughts are not always hard thoughts because we live in a world of we want comforts, we want comforts, we want to be comfortable and happy and not rock any boats, and you know, and and great people are thinking, you know, we how is the Jewish people going to get their hold through to Mashiach? How are we going to get there where our children are know what it means to be a yid, know what it means to be uh, a Jew, and to, first they said, think, like, look around the world, how can I help the Jewish people? What could I do for Kali Yisrael? They, the, a, 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 a Jew who emulates a Kali Baruch should be pulsating with a thought, it should be thinking, how, what could I do for the Jewish people? What could I do for Hashem's children in, in this world? Um, now today, most people, I mean, Frank, they don't even think of their children. I'm telling you, they, they think of their children. They don't really think. They think of themselves first. You know, if their child is going to a school, how it looks on them? You know, if you, I, I, I'll tell you, you have a family. You see them with their, the family, parents. Have their, phone, their phone could beat out their kids. Their phone! They have a stupid phone with their dumb texts and emails. And they're on their phone. You watch them. You go to a restaurant. And they're restaurants without masks. You can't even see it today, but... You know, people on their phones all day long. Their kids are like, whatever. It, and, or you ha- they're having a conversation with their spouse. All of a sudden, the phone rings, or there's a text, or whatever. And they, all of a sudden, the spouse is forgotten because they look at the phone. Right? And we know it's very hard to think beyond themselves. Very, very hard. You know, very shri- I'm not saying people completely don't think of their children as well. They definitely do. But at some level, it's very hard, very hard. Think about it. your neighbors, our strangers, Jews around the world. A yid, if he wants to follow Hashem, is pulsating. How can I help the Jewish people? Think first of all your friends, the people you're interacting. Give advice. Stand up. Right? If you see anti-Semitism, stand up. If you see Jews lost spiritually, stand up. If you see Jews lost physically, stand up and, 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 and do something. Um, and, and, you know, be advisor and direct the people to the right way. To give thought and wisdom to, to guide and to lead. Right? People... Actually, I have to tell you, I want to tell you an amazing story about my rabbi, Shmuel Kamenetsky. So Shmuel Kamenetsky, I think he's 98 now, his wife passed away this week. So Rebbe Kamenetsky, Shmuel Kamenetsky, Yoshiva, Philadelphia, his wife passes away um, on sun, uh, uh, passed away early Monday morning. Okay? Uh, I think she's 96, 7, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, they have been married 75 plus years. 75 years, that's a little bit more. Okay, 
he, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, there's a gentleman who, from out of town whose rabbi suggested to him he had shalom bais, he had family problems, and he recommended to, to speak to the great Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky how to work on his shalom bais, how to work on his marital harmony. So he had an appointment for this past Sunday at 5 p.m. This Sunday, okay? This guy doesn't know Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky. He knows Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky. He doesn't know him. So, but he went to his appointment at 5 o'clock. And he comes to, to Rav Shmuel. Shmuel said, oh, I, I had to tell you, somebody I know is very sick. They asked me to go visit them in the hospital. If you don't mind, you'll drive me to the hospital. We can talk about Shalom Bayes on the way. They speak with Shalom Bayes. They drive to the hospital. And Shmuel gets there. He says, I'll tell you the truth. I may have to be there for a little bit. I know we didn't finish the conversation. Um, if you wait for me, if you can, when I get back, we'll finish the conversation. I said, for sure, I'll wait. If Shmuel's in the hospital for an hour, comes back to the car, and the guy's waiting there, and he looks at the guy, he says, and I have to know if Shmuel comes, I said, come, he says, you know, I just said goodbye to my wife, who's really dying. We've had, so my shalom bias after 75 years is ending. But you, my friend, you have your shalom bias um, just beginning. So let's talk about you. Now, I want you to understand something. His wife had passed away a few hours later. He's sitting Shiva now as we speak. If Shmuel Kamenetsky had every right to cancel that meeting at 5 o'clock, <laughs> had every right to, when he got out of the hospital, he's, new, he's, a, he's a, you know, just a, but he thought about this guy. He knew he'd have a week of Shiva. You know, his, his greatness, and his always greatness, if you know him, is what can I do for other people? So he says to him, it's going, I had no idea that his wife is on her deathbed. You know, my Shalom Bais, the 75 years is coming to an end. He had great Shalom Bais. I, I ate in his house many times. I was around him and his wife, right? What could I do for your Shalom Bais? That's on a very high level, right? But to think how I can teach for... Person not happily married, did you want to not be happily married? That's Gehenim at some level. That's terrible. It's just a tremendous loss of life. How can I help somebody happily married? Jew not to know Hashem? You know, I have people, I'd say, I told someone this week, I have an article on Tubishvat. Might have been my article. It happens to be, I wrote an article on Tubishvat. Send it to your not religious relative. I don't want to bother them with Jewish guy. What? Judaism. And they all think I'm converting them. What in the world are you worried about? They're eating treif, they're Machal Shabbos. They're doing nothing. And you're worried you're going to insult them? You're giving them life. You're giving them an opportunity. People are so nervous. Now, it doesn't mean to be a kamikaze. I'm not advocating kamikaze. But where is your care about them? You know what that means? When you don't want to send it, you care about you. You care about your relationship. It's like a parent who doesn't want to potch a kid or punish a kid. Potching is complex. Right? Because <laughs> they're worried, what, what is my child going to think? Again, with adult children, I'm not going there right now. It's a little bit more complex. But when you're thinking about you, what about the person? They're, they're going to die, chas Hashem, with no Hashem in their life. Do you know what that means for eternity? A yin thinks, what could I do? And again, chachma means to think out of, out of the box, how can I really help the person? Right? What will you know, move the needle? Right? Uh, you know, and for some people, moving the needle is just thinking about Hashem for one second. I just, just again, I'm going to be very frank. This Tubishvat article, again, it's an, it's, it's an article, that's all it is. I wrote it for the Jerusalem Post. Aish took it and put it on this week. He asked me, the, the, the editor of Aish, he took it, I said, please, 
I, I didn't tell him this, but I thought I printed Eish. But you know why I put Jerusalem Post? Because I wanted the name Hashem, God, to go in the Jerusalem Post. Godless paper, largely. Um, right? I wanted, I wanted Tubishvat, because you know there's another article in Tubishvat there about planting trees and Zionism. Like, that's going to change people's lives. You know, I wanted people to think about Hashem. I put a thing about a creator, so I put it in a newspaper <laughs> where usually they don't have that. Um, but I was thinking, what could... I, now, if I put it in a newspaper, keep Shabbos, they, that's not going to really have an effect. Uh, I would love it to, but it's not having any effect. So I, I, I two bishvats, and I put it... I, 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 I wrote it as a thing with Shabbat in America, but I said, two bishvats not really... Like, I wrote an article which connected the Ten Commandments for Shavuos in the Dallas Morning News, because there I figured Dallas, Ten Commandments... Big newspaper, and it was, Baruch Hashem. But I, I'm telling you, I'm, I thought about where I would put it in. So, again, I, I, sometimes I'm, I don't think enough, like all of us, you know, or, you know, maybe I'm even worse sometimes, but there's a thought process that has to go in if you really want to help somebody help themselves. You need to think what will motivate him or her to get there, not to think, not to be, not to be conscientious, to care more about you and your, your rock the boat where is your, if you, if you saw a guy, your brother, your sister, your cousin on heroin and you wouldn't do anything, right? And you, what kind of officer, how cruel could you be, right? When you don't help a fellow Jew, especially if it's a relative of all people, a friend, you know, you grew up in the same class and you're the one who has Torah, this, your girlfriend, your, your, your chavah, your boy, your, your, your friend, doesn't have Torah and you do and you don't share it because you're worried that you may insult them? What are we crazy? Where's the caring about them? You're giving them life. You know, I had a case this week from Brooklyn. Unfortunately, they called me afterwards. Someone got cremated. You know? And there was supposed to be a shiva and whatever. I was not the main person far from it. But I was called. You know? So you don't, you, tell them, you don't want to tell someone not to get cremated before, so they get cremated, it's too late now? <laughs> why, did, why weren't these conversations had ahead of time? Right? So this is, this is Chachma, and you have to think about how Hashem thinks about the world, we think about our world, and especially how to have the Jewish people. Uh, we should be pulsating with the thought, what could I do for Hashem's children? What could I do for my brothers and sisters? But a Chachma Tiyakol, right? And, and Chachma, Hashem's sphere of Chachma gives life to everything. It says in Kohelis, Chachma gives life to those who possess it. Right? It gives life in this world, life you live, if you, if you would have, if we would be lobotomized. When, you know, Rabbi Vigdor Miller is at Saul, when the great Gedolim of the past generation, he said every day, when he died in he had in mind that he should not lose his seichel when he got older. He should not have dementia or Alzheimer's or anything like that. He should always have his wisdom. You know, you lose your, your, your scruples. That's terrible. You, you don't have life at some level. You're missing life. You're, you're, you know, you look at a person, they're a body without, without, without life. Life in this world, the next world. Of course, again, if a person loses their, their, the next world, they live a good life. And it's had another life, but but we don't want we don't want that. It's Novei Chaim Kol Chafma gives life. Chafma is Avakonim Sayis. The the source of Chafma is the source of all existence, wisdom, 
right? A Jew who has wisdom has it all. You know, wisdom, you're missing the boat. And Hashem creates the world, Marabu, as we said, that means that we exist. We're here because of Chachma. This is how we're here because of Chachma. The same way a person should act as a father to all of creation. This is very important, by the way. And the main thing is to, to the Jewish people. Now, it means to everyone. We're going to see we should share wisdom with all. As I mentioned, Shlomo Amalek, King Solomon, taught, taught, I mean, gave. He was not, he was a rebel or a Rosh Hashiva to the Jewish people, and he was a professor emeritus to the Gentiles, right? He was almost, you know, he was teaching the, the Ivy Leagues to the Gentiles because he wanted them also to have wisdom. And, and by the way, his Ivy Leagues was not woke narishkeit. It was how to live a life, how to think, what to do, right? Um, the Israel's Iker, or, 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 or most of, the great part of our thoughts should help the Jews. Why? Right, we know that the the Kaddish Baruch was specifically endowed the Jewish people with the, the, the highest level of soul in order to keep to our mitzvahs, and that's who we should be looking first to help. And we're as as we discussed earlier in this work, we are connected, literally mamish connected to every single Jew. and we should be constantly thinking of rachamim and compassion, and blessing. How to help a yid? How to help a Jew? Just like a father is um, you should always be davening from If you see a yid suffering, you daven like it's your child, right? Like it's your, like it's you. Um, we know the the the, the trusted uh, shepherd, Ayin Moshe, was our the shepherd of Klal Yisrael. Literally carry them, should I nurse all of the Jewish people, right? Like you would nurse them. Like a shepherd takes all the sheep, a good shepherd, every sheep he cares for, he looks over, all of Sinahal, he he leads the ones who were lost. He fixes the ones that are sick. Those who are broken. Whatever they need. So too Hashem takes care of all of us. And we should take care of all Jewish people. We rock them. I'll call you strong. Uh, we should have compassion on all of the Jewish people. The Jews of Iran, of Persia, the Jews of France, the Jews of Israel, of Los Angeles, San Jose, Chicago, Miami, wherever it may be. You think about Yiddin. If the Jews lost in South Africa, somewhere we think about them. Even New Zealand, we have Jews, right? This is okay. Right? You have to think about Jews everywhere. Yisrael, Masalam. I have to think, bear their burdens. You know, when you, when you, when you I, I actually, I, I call it Mrs. K. When you're a great nurse, not a good nurse, a nurse, right? You're not. You know that you're dealing with sick patients. So when somebody's complaining. You know, OBGYN, right? You have a woman screaming, she's in pain. And a good nurse understands that. Somebody's mean, sometimes, nothing about you, they're in pain. There are people with emotional scars, there are people with emotional difficulties, there are people who are suffering lonely, there are people with financial problems, there are people in pain. When you're in the hospital, you hear someone screaming, 
a good nurse, a good, good doctor understands that it's not about them. And if they can help that person who's in pain, they'll help them. Right? That's what it needs to be. Yeah, we're, we are nurses and doctors, not just in hospitals. Wherever we see people, we dive for them. And if someone gives us, screams at us, right? it's not us. They're screaming because they're screaming inside. They're in pain. <laughs> you know, they're in pain. It's not about you and me. Um... Right? Um, and, and a good parent is a tough child. And, and by the way, we don't pick our children, right? We, we, Hashem gives every parent what they need for their children, or relatives or friends, whatever it may be. So you deal with everyone for where they are. And also, our compassion has to be uh, not just on the Kaisa, not just on the world, the, the people of the world. Call Nevraim, all of creation. Lo Yivazim, you should not, the, you know, the first ecological laws, the first environmental laws are in the Torah. We don't waste, we don't destroy. Now we're going to see in a second, it doesn't mean to be Meshuganah, that if something can benefit society, not to use it, but, but to, to, to indiscriminately destroy our wastes. To waste food, to waste things, not to appreciate them, that is not, that is not b'chachmah. That applies to daimem things which are inanimate, completely inanimate, rocks, whatever. Tzomech, uh, like uh, things which grow but are not really have uh, souls like plants. V'chai, now there is a, a malach on plants, we'll see it in a moment. V'chai, which are animals, and madab are things that speak like humans. Mitam zarazar, we know that the, 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 the Talmud teaches. That we're not allowed to have, um, um, we're, not, we're not allowed to have a bizar oichlam. We cannot disgrace food, right? You can't throw bread. You can't be you know, things like that. Baruch doesn't anything in his creation, right? Uh, uh, is taken seriously. Hashem does not disgrace any of it. So too, we should not disgrace it. It says until him. God's his handiwork, right? Our, our artist loves his artist's work. I once asked Mrs. Reinerman, right? She went to Hashem to show me some of her art, artwork, in her creations. I said, wow, you can buy stuff for the money. She looked at me, sell? I would never sell this stuff. She's very attached to it. She put her heart and soul into it. Um, so you know, Hashem puts his heart and soul into all of us and all of the world. Uh, and therefore... There's Chachma in the world. And Ritamza, even Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Now, this Gemara, there's a lot to learn about. There's, there's multiple level, levels of depth here. But we have a couple of minutes, and I'm not going to go into the go into it. But suffice to say, I'm going to learn this superficial level right now. Kadosh was the Gadol Hador, was the greatest person of the generation. He was the editor-in-chief of the Mishnah. He was the leader who, who all of the Jewish people mourned for. Okay, Rabbi Huda Nasi, the prince. It was a Saratero. Um, so one time, uh, a cow ran over to him. It was badly shechted, and it started to bray, whatever, making it to moo next to him. And he said to them, It ran to him and said, Zil, Go, because here you were created. Now, of course you're allowed to check an animal. In fact, there's many korbanas, sac- sacrifices. 
sacrifices that are dependent on sacrifices that are dependent on shechting, but there was a lack of sensitivity, a lack of feeling of Rebbe. Again, there's a lot of depth here. I'm not going to go into right now. But at his level, he told the cow, it's okay, go get shechted, that's what you're created for, that he was punished. Shemitzada did. We know that when you're compassionate, we discussed a lot of the Sefer, you bring compassion. And Rebbe had some level of lack of compassion to this cow who was supposed to be shechted, but when it came by him, it was some lack of compassion. Um, um, so he was punished. Because uh, uh, and when he had mercy on a different case of a chuldo, of, of, of a weasel, he said, as we say in Ashrei, in Tefillah, we should be merciful on all of Hashem's creation. Um, uh, needs something that he was saved from judgment. Why? Because when, when the Rachamim that you and I have to have is on all of creation, our Chachmah, Chachmah means when, when I, we see Hashem's trees, fruits, we have bread, whatever it is, we, we appreciate the wisdom in it. And we don't waste it or just denigrate it. We don't throw bread. Uh, even throwing candies in shul for a bar mitzvah is a big question. The reason it's okay is because it's covered and it's for a minhag. But just throwing food, we don't throw food. And if we have extra food, we know if we have extra bread, right, we don't throw it into the garbage. What do we do with extra bread if it's a size of a piece? You wrap it up and throw it away. You, you put it into a plastic bag or a napkin and throw it away. That's actually shulchan aruch. That because we appreciate, we don't waste food. When I was younger, it was in the old ages, and I was a kid, uh, there was famine in Africa. I'm sure that's some of you remember that. Plus, plus. Uh, so, I don't know, do you know there are people starving in Africa? Well, even if no one was starving in Africa, but each no one was starving in Africa, you know, she's telling me not to waste the food. You know, um, it, we, we have to treat food correctly. Now, it doesn't mean you should eat the food. We're not garbage cans. <laughs> so if you're not hungry, don't eat. Right? You know, sometimes you'll eat, eat, eat. You know, I'm not hungry. Don't eat if you're not hungry. But you, there's still, a, uh, you know, if, you, if, it, if it's going to go out, bread has to be thrown out. And we sort of don't, don't, don't throw, throw things around. That's just on a level. But there is that, anything of creation. Right? You shouldn't pull out trees. Right? You shouldn't pull out branches for no reason. Right, we know even not even halacha. It's a Torah law. Cutting fruit trees are serious halachas of when you can cut a fruit tree. Very serious halachas, right? But even a grass, whatever it is, again you can let them mow the lawn. But, but pulling out things for no reason is is forbidden. Uh, and by the way, we know that again, alpikabala kabbalistically, every everything that grows, everything that has. Has a, le- has, a, has a level of kedusha, a level of spirituality above. Now that you can't kill only for purpose. Okay, uh, and, and, and again, and when it's killed for a purpose, we know man is created last in creation because the rule is created for us. So, but it has to be that it's becheshman. It's with 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 chachma. Uh, and when we do kill, we do with the, with the misiyafa. For example, there's halachas of shechita. That when you use a knife, the blade, it's actually, when you learn the laws of shechita, of ritual slaughter, the blade has to have no nicks. And one of the things the sheikh will do every day is check his knife, because even one millisecond of more pain for this animal 
um, is forbidden. L'rachem al komash efshet mercy on all on all above. Actually, I'm looking at Laser Kazdin, who is who is who is the, one of the people who never like to waste anything. Uh, if I if I think of a person who never wanted to waste, would go through Amachad weekly to make sure that there was nothing wasted. <laughs> Laser Kazdin is, is that man. Sometimes a little bit too much, almost uh, you know. But he had this tremendous sensitivity of waste is waste. Um, Zehakal, Hachemla. This is the general the principle. Hachemla that just like again, Hashem has mercy, compassion on all, and He's thinking about everything. So to first and foremost, think about our fellow Yerushi pulsating vos kementan for Glaiza. What could I do for the Jewish people? What do means what's necessary to do, right? Makarav yidin to Torah, bring yidin in, invite people to your house, tell people the truth when they need, when they can hear at the level that they can handle it, right? Share what you have to share with them. If you see people who are sick or wounded, do what you can and remember that if they scream at you, it's not you, it's that they're sick or wounded, right? And not only on on so all the people of the world. And all the people of the world, even inanimate things, on, on food, on things like, like that, trees. Uh, 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 not to damage them, not to hurt them. And it's because we see that Hashem's wisdom. And we share that. The only thing is to go above. So if a human being eats meat, you've actually, it's a big Kabbalistic idea, you've actually sanctified it. Right? There's no idea of being a vegetarian if you're, again, part of being the base of English. Again, if someone's a vegetarian today, in general, it's fine. But, but if it's ideologically a vegetarian, then I, the Torah has a problem with that because the world was created for man. Somebody, for whatever, diet-wise, vegetarian, or their own sensitivities, and they can live, they can forget, somebody else who doesn't, hey, it's fine. And if not, uh, when the comes, you'll have to eat the Korah Pesach, they'll probably have to eat meat, they have no choice. But today, there are, there are even good Jews that were very good Jews that are vegetarian, nothing wrong. But conceptually, eating meat is a step up for the meat. It connects on a higher spiritual level, right? An animal that eats vegetation, it's killing the grass, so to speak. It's also a step up. It can never be wasted. So, you can go step to step. So, an animal certainly should eat the grass, even though it's killing the grass or killing the trees. And the chai, a human should eat kosher animals. Shaz mutter, then it's mutter, ulahamas uh, even to take away, in order to benefit and, and, and to do it in the most compassionate and not wasteful way. So just remember, this ends the, the chapter on Chachma, HaKadosh Baruch, who created the entire world with tremendous, tremendous, tremendous Chachma. Right? Everything of the, the physiology of the human body to the botany of the world, to the ecology of the world, to what's in the stratosphere, to what's in the, in the, the core of the, of the earth, and in the universe, to the spiritual world, is created a tremendous Chachmah. And Chachmah looks up at the high level of Kesar and looks down to all the spheres. So too, we, we have to constantly have self-development, learn Torah, be involved in Chachmah and wisdom and Torah study, but then to share it, and to share it, to all people what they can hear and what they can benefit for them, right? How, what could be helpful and beneficial to everyone we see, to share Hashem's wisdom. Also, Hashem's Chachma is that He has, he, he looks over the world at all times, the divine providence of the world. So too, we should constantly look at our brothers and sisters and say, Vos, come and don for Klai Yisrael. 
and to have that compassion and sensitivity of wisdom in all of Hashem's creation to all human beings, to all plants, all animals. And if we do that, we're truly wise. Okay, we're going to hold here.